There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, March 27, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around because it's quarantine time and you might learn something new. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday, second Friday of this enhanced community quarantine. So it's been almost two weeks, a full 14 days almost. So I think today is day number 12 <clears throat> since the enhanced community quarantine. If my numbers are are right, uh, I, I seem to have lost track of, of all sense of time, really. Like days don't really matter right now for me, uh, which I guess is, you know, means that I'm safe and stuff, right? I don't have to worry but still, that's 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 crazy. It's like you're on summer vacation. It, may, it reminds me, <clears throat> if you guys remember when you were younger, that's my summer vacation, but when you have summer vacation, I remember losing track of like what day it was during summer vacation. I'm not saying that this enhanced community quarantine is a vacation. It's just, it's kind of like that where since you're not doing what you're normally doing, which is back in the day with school and now in this, in my time, in my, you know, at my age, it's work. So since since all sort of like structure has kind of, disappeared for now the days have kind of blended together but it is a friday so welcome to the podcast uh just so that you i know that a lot of you i got a couple messages from people asking me to talk about coco pimentel <clears throat> that fucker um you know what we talked about it on the hala hala show uh we released it actually yesterday so it's already up right now so i'm not gonna talk too much about it it's the quarantine mix number two on the hala hala show so please go check that out uh, I bash him pretty hard, man. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was super irresponsible. I, you know, as much as the monumental, as monumental as the birth of a child is. And I understand, you know what? I'm not a father. But if this, okay, I think obviously because this guy is in government, right? And, and, you know, he, he, his track record hasn't exactly been that great. But I just like to, you know, from another perspective, just another perspective. I'm not saying what Coco did was was right at all. I think he's a piece of shit for what he did, and he endangered a lot of people. But uh, just, just I had to think about it. Just flip the switch, flip the script a little bit, and say that let's say it was this really poor dude, uh, and he wanted to see his wife give birth for the first time. I don't know if this is his first kid. Uh, to be honest, I haven't looked at it. But you know what? Let's, let's look it up. Coco Pimentel. Uh, children. Let's see if he has any children. If is this his first baby? Uh, I don't. I googled it. Doesn't seem to say if he has a kid. I don't know. I'm not sure. Let me know if if he has a kid already or not. But anyway, flip. If you flip the switch, uh, and there was a poor guy, he would probably go to jail, right? <laughs> I mean. The, the what's really pissing me off, I know I said I wouldn't talk much about this, but what's really pissing me off is like he he it seems like he doesn't seem to be sorry for his actions, and it doesn't seem like he's gonna get in trouble, which is bullshit. So that there's that, but also just uh you know from the more more emotional point of view, 
If you were, uh, you know, if it was a regular person who wanted to see the birth of his first, first, <laughs> first kid, a little part of me would be empathetic. I think, ah, uh. I mean, I would be upset, obviously, because whoever this person would be, if they were gonna do the same thing that uh, Coco bitch did, uh, then it, it still endangers a lot of people, but. I also underst- I would understand a little bit more if he wasn't like a senator. <laughs> but still wrong, okay? And uh, listen to Hala Hala Show Quarantine Mix number two if you want to hear more thoughts on that. But let's talk about uh, what else is going on in the world. So uh, today, the United States has surpassed China and Italy in the number of confirmed coronavirus cases, uh, reaching 82,000. 404. Jesus. So they surpassed Italy already. Uh, granted, the United States is a bigger country. Uh, so we got to just think about that. It's, it's way bigger than both of those countries, uh, like in terms of mass, land mass, uh, not population. I, th- I think China still has more people than the United States, I think. But you know what? Why don't we, why don't we look that up? World populations, world population. But, uh, there's a, take this with a grain of salt, ladies and gentlemen. China reported zero new cases yesterday. And I think that shit is impossible. Like, uh, you know how there's a lot of speculation that China is kind of, um, what you call it? They're, they're, they're not really giving the real numbers of confirmed cases and they're, they're, they're exaggerating the number of people that have recovered day to day. So I just want you to all take that with a grain of salt. I don't think, I still think China, in my mind, has a lot more people. But I've been looking online and I've been reading, you know, on Reddit and stuff, which isn't the best source. But uh, from what seems like educated people say that even though China might not be reporting the exact number, uh, things are things are looking up there. Meaning like businesses are reopening so there, that is something to be hopeful for. But uh, as of now, according to the official count, the United States has way more. Why don't we check the... Here we go. Top 20 largest countries by population. So I was right. China still is the biggest with 1,437,000 people. India at number two, 1.37 billion. The United States is number three with, get this, 1 billion less people. 330 million people in the United States versus number two, India, which is one billion. Three, wow, I wasn't even close. I thought the U.S., I, I mean, I, I didn't think the U.S. had a billion people, but god damn, that's a lot of people. Holy shit. One billion versus 330 million at number three. Oh, Philippines is number 13. We're number 13 in the world? What do you know? Did you guys know that? I didn't know that. Wow. So you did learn something new today, some of you. 13, we are the 13th largest population in the world? I'm not, really? We beat out uh, most European countries? I'm so surprised. Are you guys surprised? I'm so surprised. I'm so shook right now. We have a bigger population. You know what? Okay, let me list you some countries that have a smaller population than us that I am shocked by. Okay. Uh, Germany has less people than the Philippines. United Kingdom has less people. France, Italy, South Korea. 
what else has I'm Canada. Canada has less people than the Philippines. Canada's freaking huge. Australia? Well, I could make a case for Australia, but I'm shook. So okay, let's let's learn. What is the country with the smallest population? Holy See. H-O-L-Y-S-E-E. What is that? Holy See. Is that a real place or is that a joke? H-O-L-Y-S-E-E, Wikipedia. Because Wikipedia is the truth, right? Even though you should never trust Wikipedia. Um, The Holy See, also called the Sea of Rome, is the jurisdiction of the Bishop of Rome, known as the Pope, which includes... Oh, okay, so this is like the Vatican. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Tokelau is at that number 234. T-O-K-E-L-A-U. Have you guys heard of that? Let's learn something new today. Tokelau. Tokelau is a territory in the Southern Pacific Ocean. It's a dependent territory of New Zealand and has a population of 1,357. Okay. Interesting. I am shook. We are in the top 20 of something in the world. That's, that's crazy. I'm, I can't get over it, guys. We're number 13 in the world if population. Like we are, I mean, because I don't know, I, I guess the reason why I'm so shook is maybe because like from a cultural standpoint, especially like, you know, like in pop culture, maybe because I'm more, you know, I, I'm familiar with pop culture and shit. You know, how South Korea is way more relevant than we are. <laughs> you know, the United Kingdom is way more relevant than we are, I guess, because they're first world countries, right? But, you know, how come there's no Philippine pop music how come tayong dalawa isn't trending like crash landing on you was right (laughs) number 13 now you know the more you know ladies and gentlemen okay all right moving on uh so the the u.s has surpassed uh the number of cases for covid19 around the world which is terrible but and i'm not a big fan of how donald trump is handling that shit but We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, here's another uh, news tidbit from around the world. Uh, I checked multiple sources. Seems to be true. Taiwan. In Taiwan, a quarantine skipper, so someone who skipped quarantine, uh, to go clubbing. Clubbing! Of all fucking things to do, clubbing. Guys, I wouldn't, you couldn't pay me to go clubbing sometimes. Here. <laughs> Where do you go? Early night? Or, 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 uh, Revel? No, what's what's the thing called? What's Revel now? You know what I'm talking about. Valkyrie. Whatever Valkyrie is now. Or maybe that is Revel now. Sometimes I'm at home, right? And I just want to sleep. If someone said, JC, I'll give you 10,000... Pe- no, okay, i probably go. If someone said, JC, I'll give you a 1,000 pesos to get out of bed and just go to the front door of Revel and hang out for 10 minutes, I'd probably be safe. I'd probably say, F you, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> That's how much I don't like clubbing. Okay, so a man in Taiwan had an expensive night after he was fined 1 million Taiwan dollars, which is approximately 1.6 million pesos or 33,000 US dollars because he skipped quarantine to go clubbing. So the unnamed man was supposed to be doing 14 days mandatory self-isolation at home uh, after returning from Southeast Asia. However, he was caught partying in Taipei during a routine police check at a nightclub on Sunday. Uh, first thing, why are the nightclubs still going in 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 Taiwan? Are they not? Uh, is Taiwan on lockdown? Let's see. Is Taiwan 
on lockdown. Let's Google that shit. Or if any listeners are from Taiwan, why don't you let me know? <clears throat> it doesn't seem like in Taiwan there is no need for a lockdown. It says here according to inews.co.uk because everyone is playing their part. Well, except for this clubber, right? <laughs> so it seems, I don't know, from this one article written by what seems like a white lady who lives there. Not like a white lady ghost, but like a white woman. Caucasian woman probably is the better term. <laughs> Uh, it seems like people in Taiwan are being responsible and doing their part. So I guess, I mean, but still, I feel like they should, you know, I think we could shut down the clubs for a little bit. You know, give it like a a month where no one goes to the club and takes ecstasy and drinks alcohol. We can do that for a month, right, in Taiwan or around the world. I for now, I for sure wouldn't want to go clubbing, even, uh, even let's say the whole, uh, the whole the whole coronavirus covid thing ha- you know kind of dies down or we're released from enhanced community quarantine the last place i want to go is to a place full of sweaty people remember it's passed by droplets the last the last fucking place i want to go is a club where it's dark and and it's cramped and you have to be in front of people like almost face to face you know, as much as a, I am a fan of watching hot girls grind on each other, or grind on me, <laughs> I, this is not the time to be grinding on one another in Taiwan or in the Philippines or anywhere in the world. Wow. Okay, anyway, moving on with the story. They slapped him with the maximum fine possible because his night was deemed malicious. And it should be, man. It's Coco... Coco Pimentel levels of malicious, if you ask me. Those who are caught going out of places to have big crowds and are not well ventilated will be sent to centralized epidemic prevention facility and fine one million Taiwan dollars, says the new Taipei city mayor, Hu Yui. I think I'm saying his name right, but man, that's exactly you know. I even I missed that point too. Not well ventilated. It's fucking hot in nightclubs, and then you throw in the artificial cooling, so like air conditioning. That shit is a breeding ground for fucking germs and shit. Oh my god, what a fool this guy was. So, but it says here in the rest of the article, Taiwan has been held up as an example of how to handle the outbreak. You know what? I have. I think I've been talking a lot of of good things about Taiwan and South Korea, especially <clears throat> with how they are handling uh, the situation. Uh, we got a Leche fan mail from on Hala Hala Show uh, for quarantine mail number two. Uh, about a listener, a Leche fan in, in, in Canada, and she seems to be painting a very nice picture of what Canada is doing. And she said that, um, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau goes on every day, every day to give updates and to, to kind of keep people calm, which is freaking fantastic, man. So, yeah, anyway. Taiwan, by the way, I'm still on this page, which, you know, on my other tab, is the 57th biggest country in the world by population. Philippines, number 13. Can you guys believe that shit? Anyway. Ah, okay. So before we move on, on the, on the quarantine mix number two on Halada Show, I did plug something, but I, I found it so good and so important that I think I should plug it here just in case you don't listen to Halala Show. Uh, Joe Rogan, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a sports caster. He's a ring announcer. He's a podcaster. He has a podcast called The Joe Rogan Experience. You might have heard of it, but it's on YouTube. Unfortunately, he doesn't put it on Spotify because I don't think he agrees with how Spotify like pays their podcasters. But uh, go on YouTube and spend just an hour and a half of your time, since a lot of you are probably at home looking for something to do. And please, 
I implore you to watch this whole thing. Joe Rogan, uh, just type in Joe Rogan coronavirus on YouTube. You'll probably find it. It's number four, one, four, three, nine, uh, experience number one, four, three, nine. And the name of the guest is Michael Osterholm. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-O-S-T-E-R-H-O-L-M. But if you search Joe Rogan coronavirus, it'll be the first one that pops up. Uh, so Michael Osterholm is an internationally recognized expert in infectious disease epidemiology whatever the fuck that means why don't we learn epidi oh shit sorry i accidentally played it to prevent that yeah, see epidia epidemiology epidemiology is the branch of medicine which deals with the in- incidence distribution and possible control of diseases and other factors relating to health there we go it is freaking fantastic guys it's like it's so good hold on i gotta snort again ah okay so, uh, if you, just in case you don't want to watch it, let me just give you a few key points that I learned. One is that we have to be realistic. We have to stop sharing things that are not really helpful or, uh, we have to kind of face the problem head on because there's no, he says that there's no point really in sugarcoating what we're dealing with because by, by trying to play it cool, not saying like, I'm not saying he's saying like we should cause a panic. But if we're hiding the, that's why it's kind of tying, tying into what China is doing. I think, what, what I think China is doing right now. If China is, uh, hiding their numbers, if China is not really reporting the real cases, we're not really doing anyone any favors because we have to really look at this, 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 our problem head on. Uh, we have to really put it into perspective what we're dealing with. And, you know, Michael Osterholm, he was very candid in like how many people he thought would die because of this. How, how long it's going to take to do this shit. He also talks about like, you know, um, in terms of a vaccine, what needs to happen for a vaccine to happen. And one of the things that really, you know, it kind of really did strike me was the, how this whole v- Corona COVID thing started was, of course, in China, right? Wuhan. And, uh, it it started from wild animals, right? People eating like wild animals. And it just got me thinking like we need to we need to stop that shit, right? Like I mean, I'm all for like, you know, adventurous eating. You know, I I was a fan of that Andrew Zimmern guy. What's his name? Andrew Zimmern. Let me You know what I'm talking about? He ate weird shit. Yeah, Andrew Zimmern. He had a TV show called It was on the Food Channel, I think. Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmern on the Travel Channel, not not Food Channel, but uh, the Travel Channel. So, you know, I'm all for that. And even if you count here in the Philippines, uh, if we're talking about like, you know, like balut, which is kind of weird for a lot of people. You know, I like balut. But here's the thing. If for whatever reason, the the world health people are like balut, there's a small chance that balut could start a pandemic, I would be like, fuck the, fuck your balut. Let's get rid of it. You know? That's just my thought on it. So in China, you know, they, he, the, the, this coronavirus expert or this virus expert, see Michael, uh, on the podcast was talking about how when he visited, I think not even China, I think it was like Taiwan or somewhere, some, some Southeast Asian country. He said that there is this market where they had all sorts of like animals, like a zoo. And as I said, you know, I don't want to be like shitting on people's culture if that's how they really eat. But if, if for whatever reason, bats was the start of this, it was, right? Was it a bat? I don't know the whole 
story, TBH. But if if people are gonna eat bats after this whole coronavirus thing, we need to we need to check our reality, right? We need to take a stand and say no to eating bats or or like possums or like the the civet the civet. You know how there's like that coffee made of like poop, civet something, civet cat, C I V E T cat. Which I think was the cause of the SARS outbreak way back in 2003, according to that expert. If my if my understanding, if my recollection of what he said was right, so you know, like, let's stop eating that shit. And I'm not shitting on China. If there's anywhere in the world where you eat bats and and civet cats and like I don't know possums or or wild birds that aren't chickens. Let's stop that shit, right? We need to we need to make a a world effort, you know, like I don't know if there's a, like a world congress. United Nations I think is like probably pretty close. I don't know. But they need to stop that. You know, let just give them Are we not satisfied with chicken nuggets and and like uh <laughs> and, and and steak and and hard-boiled egg? Like do we really need to eat bats? <laughs> Bat soup? Uh, yeah, I, I hope I'm not coming off as xenophobic with this statement, but I'm just saying, like, if here in the Philippines, for example, what if the outbreak started here in the Philippines, just hypothetically, and it started because of balut, or, or some wild, I don't know what it, what's a wild food here that is sometimes can be characterized as like, too crazy. Like, why don't we look that? Wildest <clears throat> Filipino foods. I'm going to type in balut too so that we have a list with balut on it. The most adventurous foods to try in the Philippines according to theculturetrip.com. What is this website? It looks like a blog. Okay, let's see. Balut. Oh, number one on the list. Balut. Skewered animal innards. Oh, isao. Okay, isao. Right? See, isao. If isao, if it's coming from chickens and and cows and stuff, I think. But if what if there was like isao but for like... Or whatever innards, but from from bats, and then it started here. No, fuck that. Dinuguan, okay. Dinuguan, I understand because it's pork blood. But what? What if it started from dinuguan? Just just a hypothetical. I don't think it ever would because pigs, right? It's from pigs. But you know, here we go. Tamilok. I oh shit, I had this in Palawan. Oh, it's fucking gross. So it's a woodworm. Uh, if you've ever had tamilok, it's like a really it's a weird texture, man. It it's like it it they say it tastes like oysters. It did not taste like oysters. It had the same kind of consistency of oysters though, where it kind of tastes like, you know, it's like a it kind of looks like a clitoris. <laughs> but it doesn't taste like one. Uh, not that I know. Um moving on. <laughs> moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, the fact the point I'm trying to make is if something started because we ate these wild animals, after this whole pandemic is done, we should completely ban whatever wild animal it was. We should completely ban eating it forever. That's the point I'm trying to make. Sorry, I sorry I, I went off topic <clears throat> for a while there, but yeah, that's that's the point that I was trying to make, boys and girls. So yeah, we're at 23 minutes of the podcast, roughly. <clears throat> um, what else did I want to share with you guys on Netflix? Oh, here we go, Netflix. Netflix renews reality shows that you're oddly addicted to. This was from March 24th, so a couple days ago. So I haven't watched any of these shows except for Maria Kondo, but... Oh, no, I lie. I watch Rhythm and Flow. So streaming service has renewed these following shows. The Circle, which I've been recommended by so many people. 
Uh, if you watch The Circle, please try to get me on it. Tell me why I should go watch it because it's a, it's like a, it's a reality show where you're stuck at home and it, it, it it's it like it's pretend you can pretend to be someone else, some shit like that. I haven't watched it, but I hear it's really good. Maybe I will one day. Love is Blind, which I haven't watched either, which is also um, uh, I did not know it was hosted by Nick Lachey. Did you guys know that? Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees hosts the show Love is Blind. Formerly married, of course, to my love, Jessica Simpson, but is now married to Vanessa. Vanessa, uh, who used to be Vanessa Manilio, but I think she goes by Lachey now. So Love is Blind is a dating reality show. I thought it was of for blind people which i was mistaken i thought i when i heard it i was like is that a game show where it's all blind contestants but nope it's a speed dating format and men and women date each other in different pods where they can talk to each other but not see each other which kind of reminds me of this jubilee video on youtube which i saw where they just talk to a girl behind the a curtain and they try to impress them with their voice and their talents and their personality and shit i think i could win love is blind i feel like i have a winning personality right uh, <laughs> netflix also renewed music competition series rhythm and flow which is fantastic i love that show rhythm and flow the winner uh it's already passed so no actually no if you, it's your first time watch rhythm and flow especially if you're a fan of rap and hip-hop hip-hop and rap are they the same thing what's the difference let's google that difference between hip-hop and rap we need a new catchphrase instead of let's Google that. If you guys can come up with a cool catchphrase, let me know. How about let's discover? Okay. Rapping is often associated with and a primary ingredient of hip hop, but the origins of the phenomenon can be said to predate hip hop culture by centuries. So rap would be a speech and hip hop would be the genre. Ah, uh, okay. So rap is really not a genre it's rap genre it's a it's like a subsidiary of hip-hop if my understanding of this google result from musicfans.stackexchange.com so you got to take that with a grain of salt too rap is more about the poetry of words and world styles word styles and hip-hop is more about the music slash beats okay well there we go i guess one in the same right you can just probably they're probably interchangeable in most contexts so yeah, check out Rhythm and Flow. Great show. It's it's uh it, the judges are Cardi B. Cardi B, uh T I and Chance the Rapper, whose music I don't really like, to be honest. Chance the Rapper, I'm not a big fan. But I get why he's popular. Okay, and tidying up with Marie Kondo. Uh has finally announced a new project with her. Uh it doesn't say what the name of the project is. I don't know if it's gonna still be Sparking Joy with Marie Kondo. But we'll have to see. Did you guys see, by the way, when Maria Kondo was bashed for selling her own shit? I think that was so weird. Like, why would why would they bash her for selling? I think people misunderstood because tidying up with Maria Kondo, it's not like getting rid of all your stuff. Or, you know, when, when she declutters, it's basically just getting rid of the stuff that is not important to you. But you can have stuff and still be like a minimalist or like live by her her mindset as long as it's all important and valuable to you anyway i don't want to look that up anymore um what did else what else what did else what else did i want to talk to you guys about 
Uh, oh, that's right. I got to shout out someone on Instagram uh, while we're here. Oh, I remember what I'm going to talk about. But first, let me shout out, since you made it halfway through the podcast, let's shout out somebody. Uh, Joshua. Joshua Daniel, who messaged me on, on Instagram and really liked the Ignore Your Titas Who Shake fair, Fake News. I forgot, he, I, I forgot that I even sang that line. So, Ignore Your Titas Who Share Fake News. I don't know if I said it, sang it that way. Um... He said that he found the podcast, actually found the Hala Hala show first, then he found my podcast, been listening ever since. He says that I never bore him. Well, thank you. And he says that when you talk about the world's fastest animals, even when I talk about the world's fastest animals. So I'll be sticking around. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, hello also to Kent Esmeralda, who wants to uh, ask me about my reaction to all the travel bloggers and vloggers that so far, nga nga. Nga na lang, nga na lang sa bahay ngayon. Uh, if you're asking me, how do I feel about maybe influencers who don't have a job right now because of this whole thing? Um, I think it's honestly, I mean, I don't, I'm not one to bash influencers. I don't think I ever have been. Uh, I think it's because I kind of fall along in this little gray area where I feel like I'm, I, I associate, I can be associated with them as well. Um, However, I think it is a just I think it's going to be an eye-opening time for a lot of content creators out there who don't have anything valuable to put out into the world. Because there are a lot of content creators out there, but some of them put out trash. And you know what's weird is people some people so many people out there like trash, which I don't understand, but I'll never understand. Like like Logan Paul, right? Fuck that guy. Right? But so many people like him. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's still making... I don't know. I don't follow him at all. But I'm sure he's still making videos at home and shit right now. But what I mean to say is, that, like, let's say the ones that are aspiring. there are. I'm sure there are aspiring content creators who right now are, are rethinking their life. And, um, yeah, that's my thought. And I, I feel like it's a, it's a time right now where influencers, vloggers, whatever have you, who can't go out and vlog... Uh, they're going to be rethinking what they have to do in life. Not saying that they're going to stray away from vlogging. I feel like the top vloggers should remain vlogging because I think they're really good, especially the really good vloggers out there. Uh, you know, they're going to keep doing their thing and I, 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 I hope that they, they still do whatever they're doing. But then there are a few people who are kind of just vlogging because they think it's going to get them famous or they're vlogging because they think it's going to make them money. I feel like now, especially now when there's no, content that they can be making really except for i guess like quarantine content they're gonna be thinking like oh fuck maybe this isn't gonna be the the key to to my wealth and success that's just my thoughts on it i mean uh me personally i've lost out on uh i'm sure i've lost out on some endorsements on instagram for example but it doesn't really i don't really care i mean i care because it's money but what I mean, I don't mean to say like I don't care. I, I sorry. Let me retract that. I I care that I lose. I lost money, but it doesn't affect me greatly. Like if I never get any Instagram sponsored posts, for example, I will live my life just fine. Uh, however, with things like you know, I it started for me. If I'm gonna put it in my perspective, since this is about my my life, right? It started. It got me thinking about the how valuable my my stable job is. So I work at a radio station. Just in case you didn't know, I work at a radio station, and that's my only, 
only consistent paycheck out of all the freelance shit that I do. It's the only one where I can say, yep, on this day, on this month, I will get this amount. So that, that's just, you know, it, for me, what I've been thinking of is shit, like all this content creation is great, but unless I am one of the best content creators out there, one of the most recognized content creators out there, and I'm by far not even close at all in any, on any platform, mind you, even podcasting, it is, it's just, it's a, it's an eye opener. And that's, that, that's my thought. I think that's what most, vloggers slash content creators are thinking of right now i don't know if that was the question you wanted me to answer but uh, i answered it anyway (laughs) all right uh one final thing i wanted to go through actually i kept the link open shit did i save that though sorry not that i kept the link oh my god i gotta shift oh by the way pornhub premium is free until the end of april just in case you didn't know okay reddit coronavirus Hold on, guys. Let me just Google this. Let me set this down. Ask Reddit. Oh, man. Where was it? Hold on. Let me get to the history. Recently closed windows. Show all show. All history? Where do I see that? Basically, there was this Reddit thread that it was Ask Reddit and said, when did the coronavirus start to feel real for you? Because I talked about it before. It was for, it was when the, uh, when Tom Hanks and the NBA got canceled. That's when it kind of started feeling real for me. Hold on. Coronavirus, when did it get real? Let me Google it. Ah, shit, I should have saved it, man. Gosh darn it. I don't think I saved it. Oh, man, I had... It was great. Oh, here we go. Oh, I did save it. Oh, thank you, past JC. Past JC is high-fiving um, current JC right now. Okay. So there was an Ask Reddit question, which got 52,000 plus upvotes. When did COVID-19 get real for you? That's the name of the thread on Ask Reddit. So I just wanted to read some because I just want to reiterate, just in case there's some fucker out there who's listening to this (laughs) who doesn't take this seriously. Please, please take it seriously. This is actually where I discovered the Joe Rogan podcast episode because someone said that when they watched that episode that's when that shit became real for them that's why i'm telling you to watch it because i mean i'm sure most of you take i'm sure all of you take it seriously already but just so that you know what we're dealing with so the number one answer is the same as mine so the nba got canceled tom hanks announced that he had it and trump banned all travel to and from europe uh there's but there's a couple of like really intense ones here uh so let's read one Mm-mm-mm. About a month or so ago, when my hospital converted a ward into a negative pressure unit in anticipation of our first patient from one of the cruise ships. Yeah, you know, you've heard about those cruise ships, right? Uh, the ones like Diamond Princess, where uh, they all got it. Or not all, but most of the people on the boat got it. So they had to be quarantined on the boat. So uh, reading the rest of this, we're still changing related procedures and protocols almost daily and prepping other wards to accept patients with pending tests, which is kind of the way that he puts it like they are prep they're that they're, they're changing procedures and protocols. I saw a tweet this morning. I forgot who tweeted it. I think it was Gab 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 Mejia, uh, like the, fo- the 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 nature photographer guy. What's his name? Let me just check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tweeted something like, uh, no, no, no. No, he tweeted something else. I'll read that in a bit. But there was someone else who tweeted like, 
I don't think you understand how much COVID-19 is going to change everyone's life. Like everything, nothing will ever be the same. And you know what? It's true. Nothing will ever be the same after this. Can you guys agree with me? Guys and girls, boys and you know, women, men and women out there, whatever you identify as, you know, like it's never going to be the same. The world will never be the same again. It's so insane. Just the thought of it is, is insane to me. Uh, moving on with more of this. Oh, let me read what Gab Mejia, M-E-J-I-A, how do you say that? Uh, which I thought was a great tweet. It said, are we seriously that detached that, that the sight of millions of people dying is seen as a more viable option to save the environment than reforming our capital, capitalistic, economic, and political systems? What a disgrace. And I think the point he's trying to make here is that, okay, I, and I, I've said this point too, that because there's less people on the streets, the earth has really kind of had a breather, right? I mean, that's why the whole, uh, what's his name? Freaking Drew Ariano had a tweet, which kind of was tweeted in a shitty way, but you know what I mean? Uh, but he's right. Gab May is right. Like, there's so many things that our government and cap, you know, like we can do to really lessen our footprint on the earth. And we shouldn't be thanking this coronavirus at all. I mean, it maybe it, it's illustrated that as a collective effort, we can really make planet Earth like healthier. Uh, but you know, he's right. Like we, it's it, we got to reform stuff. It's not just like a temporary fix, which is actually it's not even a it's it's an involuntary fix right now. Like we're not we're not out there polluting the world because we're stuck at home. But you know, as soon as this lockdown goes down, it it's most likely that we're going to go back to our polluting and, and destroying the earth ways. Uh, you know, some of it is, I guess I wouldn't say necessary, but you know, a lot of people drive and they have to drive. So I'm not saying like be Greta, Greta Thunberg about it, but I think it, it's really gonna, you know, the world will never be the same again. So we have to take a look into that. Oh, by the way, since I'm sure I'm I'm gonna go on a limb here and and not trust all of you and say that not all of you are gonna watch that Joe Rogan podcast. So let me just point out to you one of the most glaring uh, things that's well not not glaring one of the most um, whatever the thing that stuck out in my mind the most. I don't know why I didn't think about it right now, but it just kind of popped up and then I finally realized yeah that's what was eye opening. He was talking about medical spending okay medical spending in the united states but i i really i took it to heart because it feels similar here and i'm not saying the u.s is similar to the philippines and vice versa or any other country but the that michael Osterholm guy the 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 expert he was saying that the the spending for medical health and supplies and shit in the u.s is like 0.01% of what they spent, what the U.S. spends on military and, and, and like airplanes, like fighter planes and shit. And he said, because, because, I mean, look, look at the, now that we need all this stuff, there's no, it, it's, we're running low because we didn't take, they didn't take it seriously. The government, once the SARS thing ended, they they went back to spending on buying more tanks and shit. I mean, he didn't say that. I'm just saying that's kind of what he's implying. And if you liken it here to the Philippines, look at that. I mean, we are out of masks. We are out of PPEs. You know? And what are we spending on? I, I hate to bring the Caldero back into this narrative. And, but, you know, 
what the fuck, man? We need to have a you know better prior you know prioritize. So in that podcast, that he really said like it really was such a glaring thing that a governments really don't take it seriously until it's too late, and b we would rather spend it on shit that is because we're so I guess the U.S. is so afraid that they're gonna be attacked, that they're gonna be there's gonna be a war. But look how vulnerable the whole world is now. Simply because we didn't invest more in in medical supplies and in the, in medic medical care, so we're so afraid of getting invaded by another country. I'm just talking about the U.S. They're so afraid of being inf- invaded by another country. But guess what invaded us? Fucking coronavirus, man. So yeah. Anyway, watch that podcast, please. If you listen to this, please take your time to go watch and learn from that podcast. It's freaking amazing. Okay. Let me see. More answers to this. When did COVID-19 get real for you? Uh, here's one. When my, when I realized that if my mother, who is 70, but generally healthy, falls ill, I can't get to her because that would involve air travel. Yeah, I can relate to that. My mom is in Japan right now. And, you know, if she gets COVID-19, and I, I hope she does, she won't, she won't. I'm going to will it. She's not going to get it. But in the, in the shitty, you know, fucking fuck the universe chance that it does happen. I can't even go there because I can't travel. She's in Japan right now. I can't even go there. I can't visit her. And the worst part is even if we were together, I can't hold her. I can't hug her. I can't, I can't like kiss her on the cheek and say, you know, I'm here for you. I mean, I could be there like two meters away, but it's, you know, the fact that you can't hug anyone that you care about right now is, is fucking insane to me. Like it's so that's, that's, that's how serious this shit is, man. And yeah, I cannot, I can't even think, I can't even bear to think about what, that's why, that's why once again, I'm sorry, I keep, I keep, you know, I know you guys are all responsible, but just in case there's one of you out there that isn't taking it seriously, even if you live alone like I do, I have co-workers that if we come in contact and let's say I'm asymptomatic, 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 how do you say that? I'll look it up. Uh, but if I am asymptomatic, and I get it to my coworker who could also be asymptomatic, but then she has a mom or dad at home that's older or has, has, uh, has, um, uh, what do you call it? Asthma or has dealt with tuberculosis in the past, whatever. You are literally putting their life at risk because of this COVID-19, all because you want to go to work or some shit like that, you know? So I'm not saying, I'm not, once again, once again, this is if you, if you don't have to go to work, but you're still going in, I th- I think that's a little selfish. Now, if you if you have to go to work because you need to feed your family, that's a different case. Okay, that's a different story. I I'm not cat arumbaloing. Okay, fuck that bitch. Fuck that. Fuck that bitch. I cannot say that enough. She's evil, man. I don't give a shit if her apology was written by a PR team. That was a weak ass apology. And you know she's not sorry, man. I know she's not fucking sorry. She's sorry she got caught. Little B. Okay. <laughs> More answers, guys. Uh, here is when Walmart stopped being open 24-7. So in the U.S., you know, Walmart is like, it's like a big, uh, department store. 
So the one that's by my house in the States, in Chula Vista, is a 24-hour Walmart. And that's where we would go like at 2 in the morning if we were bored. Let's go on a Walmart run. So someone answered, when Walmart stopped being open 24-7. Once again, it's taking away of things that are that ground us in reality. Once the things that are so normal to us are taken away, that's when I think most people realize. Because the NBA was something I checked every day. Like I would check the scores, I would check the highlights. So when that when that when that got canceled, it was, you know, it was like, oh my God. And the NBA isn't even that important. And it's not it's no, it's not important at all in the scheme of life. But I that's what I'm saying. Like when when coffee shops start closing down, when Walmart start closing down, when the malls start closing down, that's when shit got real. Uh, here's another answer. When I went grocery shopping for the first time in several days last week and many of the shelves were completely empty. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a terrifying sight, right? That's movie levels. That's like apocalypse movie levels of, of, of imagery. If you think about it, going to any store and seeing a shelf completely gone, it'll make you think like, why, why are people buying all this? Why are people in, you know, it's the panic buying, blah, blah, blah. Uh, here's another one. When I was told by the administration that we had one box, one box of N95 masks left in the hospital, which draws me to another point here. My god, my goodness. Back to, back again to the podcast as well, the Joe Rogan. There's not enough money in medical supplies. There's not enough money in supporting the frontliners. I also saw a tweet, you know, another tweet this morning saying this COVID-19 has really shown us how much we really should care about celebrities. And a part of me is like, yeah. Despite me the kind of semi-defending the the Gal Gadot and friends imagine, it really does put it into perspective. Like, these are just fucking people, you know? <laughs> these are just people, all right? Okay, let's see how to promote how to how to pronounce asymptomatic according to YouTube pronunciation guide. Let's see what it says. Listen up, guys. Hope there's no ad that plays. Here we go. Asymptotic. What the? F- That's wrong. Wait, I, I spelled it wrong. That's why. <laughs> Stupid. Sorry, guys. Uh, I pronounced it wrong. Uh, I spelled it wrong. Here we go. Ignore the last one. That's fake news. That's Mocha Usan levels of fake news. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Whoa, music. There's music. This word is pronounced as asymptomatic. 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 According to this white. Oh, sorry. According to this blue-eyed Caucasian guy who's saying it on this video. So he's a blue-eyed Caucasian guy, which means he's on the top of the food chain, right? Which means he's probably right. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Um, but it seems like he seems like some sort of doesn't, it doesn't say who this guy is. He could be just ran some random Caucasian guy that they hired for this, but I trust him. All right. He looks like a trustworthy. He's, I'm looking into his eyes right now. He's saying this word. Yeah, he, I looked into his eyes, and uh, he's going to say it to me one more time. Here this we go. word is pronounced as asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Having no symptoms. He looks like he's telling the truth. He doesn't look like he's lying to me. I'm a pretty good judge if someone's lying to my face, and he seems to be telling the truth. So yeah, asymptomatic, guys. Uh, that's it. I think I'm done. I don't want to read any more answers on that on that thread. If you want to check it out, uh, just Google once again. Google when did COVID nineteen get real for you, and then type Reddit. Ask Reddit. A S K R E D D I D. If you want to read the rest of the answers on there, I gotta take a shit right now. Uh, so you know what? One day I should record a podcast dropping a deuce, right? 
So anyway, uh, salamat sa inyong lahat sa pagkinig sa akin. I realize I think I spoke mostly in English. So just want to throw some hot Tagalog your way. Um, I don't know if my friend Erica is listening to this. My friend Erica in the States who I told to go listen to this. If you're listening to this, if you made it to the end, hi, buddy. I miss you. Uh, take care, everyone. And uh, once again, watch that Joe Rogan podcast. I cannot, I cannot flex that enough. You need to watch that shit. It's so good. You know, out of you know, stop, stop, uh, stop sharing memes. Uh, maybe you can bash Coco Pimentel one time and then go watch it. All right, all right. <laughs> Have a great rest of your week, and I'll catch you all uh, on Tuesday. Listen to Hala Hala Show Quarantine Mix Number Two, and I'll see you all later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.